Louis Melizia, Assistant Director of the Teamsters Capital Strategies Department. More than a pleasure to have him with us. Hi, Louis. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Leslie. Great to be back on the show. Yes, good to have you with us again. Um, the Teamsters, uh, Pennsylvania State Representative John Taylor, and other concerned citizens have been protesting outside of a company, a drug wholesaler, Amerisauce Bergen's annual meeting of shareholders uh, that has taken place uh, this past week. And the reason they did so is they're demanding something we're seeing more and more people demanding in protest uh, throughout the country. That's demanding accountability from the company for their role specifically in fueling America's opioid epidemic. Now, Pennsylvania definitely has a lot of issues and problems with this. We have seen uh, Maryland as well, uh, you know, epidemic proportions. Uh, opioids, as, as people understand, are not just, uh, they're not just uh, heroin. Heroin's an opioid-based drug, uh, but OxyContin is one a lot of people are familiar with the name of. Um, I know that you were at the protest, Lewis. It is so good to have somebody who had a bird's-eye view. Um, I, I want you to, uh, first of all, tell us a bit about the protest, and, and, and we're going to talk specifically about the concerns, the Teamster concerns. Uh, but uh, first of all, um, how would you say overall the day went uh, for this protest and the you know individuals uh, that are angry, or rightly so, uh, with this drug wholesaler? Um, well, first off, I think the protest really uh, hit on what uh, the Teamsters and our allies and um, our members have been uh, clamoring for, and it was a way to focus our rage, our frustration, our desperation um, on this issue of how uh, these big uh, big three drug uh, wholesale distributors, Amerisource Bergen, along with their two main competitors, McKesson and Cardinal Health, which are control 85% of the, the market of the prescription drugs that hit the streets in the United States, um, have a have played a central role in flooding um, our country with highly addictive, dangerous opioid uh, prescription drugs. As you mentioned, OxyContin, there's others, hydrocodone, oxycodone, fentanyl, other, other ones that have really um, become a scourge uh, for, for American citizens that are claiming this is an epidemic um, uh, in proportion. It's claimed the lives of 62 people a day in this country dying from an overdose of prescription medicines, um, uh, uh, from opioids. So, you know, this is an issue that didn't, you know, just affect our union, but it affects our um, the United States of America, our society, um, our members, their families, their communities. And we, uh, the Teamsters, you know, through our, our pension funds and our health funds, uh, that's, our members' capital is, is kind of feeding um, as investors these companies. And we view, uh, we take a very active ownership role, and we, we want to see these companies um, behave responsibly, be held accountable for their actions, and then, um, you know, listen uh, to our demands and how they can improve their behavior and actually play a positive role. Um, in uh, in this epidemic and, and helping helping stem this crisis, and it is a it is a crisis. Um, I I want to talk a little bit more. Uh, you know, you spoke to concerns that the Teamsters had, and these are not just unions or union workers um, that 
that have uh, this problem. Can you speak specifically with how Amerisource, Amerisource Bergen as a company, um, what their role is in the opioid epidemic and in fueling such an epidemic? And it is an epidemic. And like I said, states like Maryland, I mean, we've heard from the governor um, of that state in the media most recently uh, and state by state. I know in uh, Lowell, Massachusetts, Lynn, Massachusetts, uh, there are problems there. Where I live in Southern California, Los Angeles, this is this is something that's growing, uh, not just in, in Pennsylvania, state by state. So these, these companies, you know, have to be held accountable and have their feet held to the fire like you guys, the Teamsters and everyone else they're protesting are doing, but specifically speak to what this company's you know, role is in fueling uh, this opioid epidemic. Well, these companies, Amerisource Bergen, McKesson, and Cardinal Health, their role is, as the wholesale distributor is they are the companies that um, uh, when, when there's orders for these pills, they have to process them out. They'll go to hospitals to pharmacies. And when they're seeing such staggering orders, there should be protocols and processes in place that say, wait a second, um, you know, we should not be uh, shipping these harmful controlled substances in these, in these huge amounts uh, going to, uh, going, that are ultimately get in the hands of the American public. And, you know, just for um, some examples, uh, in 2015 alone, 475 million doses of oxycodone and hydrocodone products were distributed in just the state of Pennsylvania. And that comes out to 37 pills for every man, woman, and child in, in the state. Um, and then, you know, even more drastic numbers have come from the state where there's been the highest level of uh, overdose deaths from prescription uh, opioids, and that's West Virginia. Uh, in a six-year period, um, there was, uh, let's see, um, 780 million doses um, flooded the state that had under 2 million people in, in its population. And more than half of these drugs uh, were supplied by these big three wholesalers. It, when you say that kind of a number, that, that is just staggering. And, and speaking about Amerisource uh, Bergen, uh, they are one of the Fortune 12 pharmaceutical uh, wholesale distributors. Right. These are and, not small companies. Yeah. Either. I mean, the, the, when the you talk about just the, the, the sheer... In, this, in the country. Right. The, when you talk about the sheer number of those being distributed. And by the way, this is not just about, oh, the Teamsters has is picking a fight, if you will, with this one company, a Fortune 12 pharmaceutical company. The Centers for Disease Control estimate that prescription opioids claim the lives of 62 Americans every day day. Should there be even more outrage about this? I think there is, and I think what, what it's been largely reported, I think, mostly on the roles of doctors, of pharmacists, but the large part of the story that's not being told, um, and even the, the, the drug makers, is that these three uh, big three wholesalers have basically been, been able to sit back and rake in incredible sales and profits um, while the responsibility and their central part in this whole uh, crisis has not come into question. So, you know, we've made it our um, responsibility in the Teamsters to, to change all that and really shine a light on, on this comp- these companies' roles in the, in the epidemic. 
We're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk more about this. By the way, the protests followed, as you just heard our guest mention, alarming data that comes out of West Virginia, neighboring uh, state to Pennsylvania, uh, revealing that drug wholesalers flooded the state of 1.8 million residents. Are you ready? With over 780 million opioid pills. Now, you heard him just say that. Now, this is over a six-year period. So let's break that down. That is 433 pills for every man, woman, and child in the state of West Virginia alone. And the company they were protesting, Amerisar Spurgeon, they supplied more than 110 million of those pills. Other companies, McKesson and Cardinal Health, Amerisource Bergen has faced a litany of lawsuits stemming from their practices in West Virginia. We can't remain silent, folks. And you know what? If you're flooding the market with the drugs, even if doctors won't write the scripts, the drugs are making themselves into the, the market in that state, as we're seeing in West Virginia and others. We'll be back with our guests. We'll be back with you right after this. Don't go away. We're back with our guest, Louis Melizia. Louis is assistant director of the Teamsters Capital Strategies Department. Go to teamster.org to find out more information. Follow them on Twitter at Teamsters and like them on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash Teamsters. Uh, we are talking about something that many of you are aware of because it's in the news. It's hit your states, Pennsylvania, Maryland, West Virginia, Massachusetts, many more in our country. And it's reached epidemic proportions in some states, specifically West Virginia, Pennsylvania, and Maryland as of late. Lewis is here to talk about that because as assistant director of the Teamsters, the Teamsters, along with Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania State Rep. John Taylor and others, uh, concerned citizens, were protesting outside Amerisource Bergen's annual meeting of shareholders because the protesters say, look, your company has a role, a huge role, in fueling America's opioid epidemic. Lewis was at that protest. Thank you for holding, Lewis, and welcome back. I want to speak to those stats that you gave, and then I followed up with some stats to break it down so that people, you know, understand. 433 pills for every man, woman, and child um, in uh, West Virginia, as an example. Without the drugs, there can't be the epidemic. So I know there are people out there that have questions. And one question somebody might ask, and I I know this because I'm married to a physician, well, what about the doctors? But these drugs aren't always making their ways into the doctor's hands, but they're making their ways onto the streets, correct? Correct. And I think with the, with the flooding of these markets of these drugs, we, we've created a, a secondary or black market um, for these pills. I mean, you can only imagine... Um, you know what the, what va- what the street values may be, and they're they're hit, they're flooding. You know, very poor, um, hard hit uh, states whose economies are, are uh, suffering, such as you know, as you've mentioned, West Virginia and Pennsylvania, Ohio, the Carolinas, um, you know, rural parts of New England, and um, here's a, you know another uh, kind of mind-blowing stat in a small town in, in uh, West Virginia, Kermit, population of under 400, they received 9 million pills in just two years. So you can imagine maybe that, yes, they're, they're probably contributed to um, addiction and uh, harmful and dangerous uh, and tragic results that, that occur with that, but it may also have created, um, for people who are in desperate situations, uh, a black market as well. 
And when we look at the state of West Virginia, which we gave some stats for, we also have to look at where, you know, you were protesting uh, that has a similar data that's been released uh, on the practices of this corporation, Amerisaurus Bergen. Uh, Pennsylvania's received over 475 million doses of oxycontin, uh, oxycodone, excuse me, and hydrocodone uh, just in 2015 alone. I'm going to go on a limb and say those numbers are probably up, which is very sad. Um, I know that was, you know, one of the calls in this protest and also that, you know, you as the Teamsters, the concerned citizens and legislators want to uh, immediately initiate an investigation into the conduct of executives that sanction such sales. Can you speak to that? Absolutely. Um, one of the demands we are, we're making of the, the these big three wholesalers and these demands that were also uh, delivered um, to the board of directors at Amerisource Bergen by uh, by Teamsters who and who came into the meeting as well as protested outside is that you know we need to have a stronger link um, to executive pay uh, so they can comply with um, that that link would say you must comply with the best practice protocols for uh, the sales of controlled substances um, and. When there's a failure uh, of such compliance, it really is, it's more than just a, um, a numbers game. It's also a real failure of corporate integrity because that failure is affecting the American public. And when these failures occur, there should be a clawback of executive pay um, that, you know, that these inflated sales figures because these, uh, these over, overselling of these dangerous um, and highly addictive drugs um, should be uh, a, a real measurement um, in how uh, these these boards of directors pay the chief executives. So we, that, that's a definite demand that we're making of all three of these. And you know the boards need to make a very thorough investigation of these sales sales practices, and like how because um, they're playing a central role in an epidemic that's growing uh, and it's wreaking such havoc on families uh, and their communities. And people don't understand. I mean, you know, you can't shake this. I, I know that my husband's an orthopedic surgeon, and he's very, very uh, – uh, he, he he definitely does not like to give um, OxyContin unless it's absolutely necessary. Of course, there are non-opioid-based drugs, but sometimes that's all. But there are people that keep coming back. They claim they've lost their prescription uh, because, quite frankly, these people become addicted. So, you know, a, a lot of people look at, you know, these individuals like, oh, they're all drug addicts. But remember – if it, there are a lot of people out there that become addicted to painkillers, and many of these painkillers, like OxyContin, um, are opioid-based. And opium is, uh, you know, from from the poppy seed, uh, is is the base of heroin. So sometimes people, you know, start with a painkiller from one of these companies, and then they move up to heroin, uh, which, you know, this is just fueling the, the, the drug epidemic, the drug wars, and hurting uh, really, literally hurting the people and families of our communities. That's right. It's a devastating uh, multiplier effect that comes from um, addiction to these prescription drugs, and it, you know, it's it's ruining um, the lives of so many. Uh, it's affecting families. It's it's um, destroying communities, and you know, we've really seen it. Um, you know. Our union, uh, you know, it's made up of, of uh, Americans and Canadians, uh, you know, ordinary working people who, uh, in the course of their lives, they it's either, it's affecting themselves, it's affecting their families, it's affecting their communities, and 
it's it's a it's a demand you know that we've felt from the membership up uh, that you know that our union must get involved and try to play an active role in uh, in stemming this crisis. I I want to um, and I, I just want to bring up something else. CEO Stephen Collis, uh, you know from uh, this organization, Amerisource Bergen, he's received more than thirty million dollars in compensation, what? and that's over three years, just three years alone. So this guy gets ten million plus in compensation on the backs of in, he's a drug dealer. Is that fair to say? That's He's a drug dealer. Uh, Louis Melizia, thank you for joining us, Assistant Director of the Teamsters Capital Strategies Department. Follow them on Twitter, at Teamsters. Like them on Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash Teamsters. Or visit Teamster.org online on their website for more information. Find out what you can do. Find out who these companies are to protect our families.